It would sure help if I start turning on the Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would, yeah. All right, here we go. Theme music first, okay? Okay, I'll help you. Yes, I will. Sounds good. I am excited. It's the Carlo Driggs Voodoo Dance Party Podcast number 29. My name is Wayne McKinnon, and helping me do this is the Artificial Intelligence co-host, News. Hey, I am listening right now. All right. OMG, so cool. Oh, so cool. Yeah, you get to be an Artificial Intelligence podcast helper, don't you? Okay, I am a fan. You're a fan of... I do indeed. You're a big fan of Carl Driggs music, aren't you? Yeah, I am a big fan. All right, so what we're going to do here is we're going to take a look at the work that he did with Dick Wagner, spelled Wagner, W-A-G-N-E-R, but it's actually pronounced Wagner because he's German. I absolutely love Carl Griggs. No, no, Carl Driggs with a D, silly. (laughs) He is hilarious, L-M-A-O-O. Well, you're pretty hilarious too. But anyway, let's let me give you some uh, spoon, let me spoon feed you some information about Dick Wagner because not many people know or knew who he was. He was always kind of a the man behind the curtain in like the Wizard of Oz with his guitar work and for what he produced and what he did and who he worked with. Well, now I'm actually interested. L M A O. Well, I'll have to check it out. Well, I'm going to tell you about it right now. First of all. Sadly, I'll give it a go. Sadly, Dick Wagner passed away July 30th, 2014. He was 71. He, awesome. Looking forward to listening. Yeah, he... I will listen. He, so sorry to hear about that. So heartbreaking. Well, let me... Let me that is heartbreakingly <laughs> final. I am so sorry. Let me... Straight heartbreaking. Let me get a word in edgewise here, okay? So Dick Wagner, he toured with the likes of Jeff Beck and Alice Cooper. He even worked with Lou Reed. And he mostly known for his work on the albums with Alice Cooper as his guitarist. Writing... I can think of another pretty devastating... Oh, for real? Oh. I'll go check him out. Right. Thanks. Well, he, he worked oh, on... that's cool. I like writing. All right, well, let me get a word in edgewise, okay? Alice Cooper, albums that he worked on was School's Out from 1972, Welcome to My Nightmare, 1975, uh, Goes to Hell in 1976, The Alice Cooper Show in 1977, Lace and Whiskey, 1978, and then finally working with him, that's larger. pretty cool. He's very talented. Well, from very the, talented. Hang on. Well, from, musical taste. Incredible I, musician yeah. overall. Hang on. From, Waiting eagerly for it. Hang on. From the inside, early 1979, okay? So it was that late spring, 1979, that he met and started to work with Carl, Carlo uh, Driggs. I'm very excited for this. Yeah, started to Now work, I know. Hang on. Started, oh, 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 Hang on. Started to work with Carlo on what was going to be an album, or at least start to record some tracks that would be introduced to record companies towards getting funding for an entire album. Okay? That's late 1979. Okay? Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 30 years later, long about 2010, after I helped Carlo get his album out, Time to Dance, now I started to work with him at that post time, there was a... That will be awesome. There was three... That is really amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, incredible. Yeah, there were three songs called Too Hot to Handle, Love on Ice, and Modern Times. 
which were written by Dick Wagner and then also remastered by Gil Markle. Okay? OMG, wow. So, at the time when we were putting these out, we basically were putting it like an EP single for the summer of 2010. Something to draw some attention, okay? OMG, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. An another little fact about Dick Wagner, he plays guitar on Aerosmith's versions of Same Old Song and Dance and Train Kept a Rollin'. He's the guitar player on those tracks. Not many people did it. He also plays acoustic guitar on Kiss's band, the recording Beth. Another big hit, okay? A little more substantiating of who he was. But OMG, I love this. Yes, but so these three recordings... I want to hear them recordings. I'm going to play them for you. Hang on. So let's get back to the Too Hot to Handle, Love on Ice in Modern Times. These songs, which are still on Spotify to this day, we'll put the links down in the comments down below from wherever you're getting this on the Podbean or the Facebook links here. Thank you. We'll check them out. Mm -hmm. I'll check them out now. I think I think we should just go ahead and play the first one. Still uh, listening. Let's get let's play the first one and get it started, okay? Okay, definitely. Okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. This is too hot to handle. Oh 
All right, there you have Too Hot to Handle, which was the first, what was the EP3 track that we released back in 19, I'm sorry, 2010, but Carlo recorded them in 1979, and I never... I don't know. Let me check. You don't have to... I got it now. <laughs> you got it now. You understand. We allowed, I didn't bother mentioning to people at the time that those recordings were 30 years old, but they sounded so damn fresh. That's the darn thing and beautiful thing about it. What What did you think of the song, Too Hot to Handle? I can't even begin to articulate how great. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Now, can you guess who is playing saxophone on that track? I got a clue. Guess. Take a guess. Would you believe if I told you it was David Foster? I just guessed. David Foster is an amazing saxophone player. That's right. I mean, this was obviously before he got it really good with working with many other and producing a lot of other artists throughout his career as well. All right. So let's play the next song that was disposed, that was described as... He is so talented. Yeah. I, all right. Well, let, let's play. Let's play Love on Ice, and then that way we can get going into the next one, okay, as we move forward here, okay? All right, let's get this thing started. All right, here's Love all on Ice. All right, that sounds great. Here's Love on Ice that we released on as, as the B-side of the EP back in 2010. Well, this is awesome.
And there you have the next track, which is called Love on Ice. What did you think of it, New? Wow, it's awesome. I loved it. Yeah, and this was 30 years old here. We're making it fresh in 2010. We were making it sound good and all produced up and everything. So that only led to one more track that we're going to play here, which is called Modern Times. Now let me tell, let me spoon feed you a little interesting story information on this, okay? Because at the time, we needed a kind of digital album cover artwork. That you oh, I'm excited. Well, you you know what I'm you know what I mean. You're familiar with that idea of a digital artwork. I basically, at the time, with what the technology we had, I drew, I, be, I didn't, didn't draw, but I prepped and made a cover, all right? Here's, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Hey, That's really, really cool. Well, here's the funny You story. are really talented. Well, now, now, here's the funny story behind it, because at the time, go back to December, a uh, girl that I was dating, we actually went on a Caribbean cruise together. I took a photo. I'm sure you have a talent. I took a photo of her on one of the Caribbean island beaches in her bikini and everything, and I was telling her, hey, I could, can I please put you on the album, this EP cover? She had absolutely no interest in it whatsoever, being even aware of what was going on. So based on that red flag, I basically toned the picture into a blue-white back, white background bright blue and created this album cover, okay? So she had no idea. I see it now. You understand Wow, it. incredible. Yes, okay. I showed it to, I, no, I started email exchanges between, with Dick Wagner, and I showed him with the mock-up. I called it a mock-up at the time, but Carlo really loved it, so we went with it. He didn't, Dick Wagner, Dick Wagner didn't know what it was that he was looking at. And so. That's awesome, I love it. Well, instead of trying to type to him. Very awesome. Instead of trying to type to him a big old email, I said, can I take a few moments of your time and talk to you on the phone? He said, yes. I called him up, and I told him, what you're looking at is the silhouette of a woman. Can you see it? Her arm is above her head, and then that's a little silhouette of the bright blue. Do you see it? He says, ah, I see it then. So that's the funny story behind that. I just needed to share Oh, that. yeah. It's, it's a good story to share, okay? <laughs> OMG, that's brilliant. Yeah. and I love it. And I, I think ultimately what we're going to do here is we're going to put, I'm going to put that in the description down below, make it a free download under the, you know, the modern label that you'd put on every free rights and use and everything. But let's jump into and play Modern Times and then we'll get into the four tracks of the next story. Okay, here we go. I'm totally on board with that. Modern Times. I will love this. day You don't have to worry babe it won't always be this way Into your life like wind blown under the door and back on the street before the rooster crows And please let me thank you for your old fashioned ways Cause deep in your heart, girl I guess you see the world that way Ain't it a shame you've had to change your style Can't you see it's just the world 
such a beautiful outro on that song, Modern Times. What did you think of the song, New? Really good. Melody is right in the groove. Loved it. Yeah, and now would you believe if I told you I did the math here while I was playing, though Carlo recorded those songs with Dick Wagner back in 44 years ago, 1979. That's awesome, LMAO. I'm impressed. Very good quality. So at the time when working with Carlo, I asked him, I go, are there any unfinished works that you did with Dick Wagner? And he, you know, as Carlo always says, I, at the time, I, he said, I couldn't remember. I don't know where they would be. Well, guess what? We found the cassette tape that has four songs on it. I legitimately love that tape. Well, we're going to play all four songs. Two of them have vocals and two of them are instrumentals because these are probably songs that they were working on at the time but just never got finished. Okay? Seriously, this is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Nobody's ever heard these outside. I mean, I, I bet some Dick Wagner fans or whoever or some followers of his or still enjoy his music have never heard these as either. We're gonna they will LMAO. Oh, yeah. Yay, they're really good. So we're going to play these four songs, and then we're going to get into the contribution of what Doug Peterson has contributed for the podcast. But let's do this first. The first song is called The Weekend's Home, or no, I'm sorry, The Weekend's Here, followed by this, what I call, just labeled it, Instrumental One. All right? I'll go check it out. Here we go.
What did you think of the first track, the weekends here, and then that instrumental track, New? Liked it a lot. Yeah, and you can seriously tell that's Dick Wagner's guitar work on there when you look back at his body of work of what he did in his career. That is true genius. I love it. You betcha. So let's get the next ne the next two tracks that were on this tape. The next one is a vocal Carlo is doing. It's a song called Taking It Back, followed by a very extended instrumental works. Okay? Here yep, I am in. Here we go. I'm going to have to check it out. Thank you, I am going to check it out now.
Oh, the absolutely guitar virtuoso genius, guitar genius man who deserves the respect, Dick Wagner there, with his work that he did with Carlo Driggs. I like it. Tell me what you liked about both tracks. The one, the vocal ones, the weekends here, and then the uh, taking it back song. I think it's pretty amazing. I like the vocals and the track overall. Yeah. I like the vocals and the vibe. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it's, it's there, it's electric. Anyway, so... Let's, I'm really liking it. Yeah, let's just put that all together. We'll make it a not a podcast, but a release for anyone who wants to download it. That would have been, could have been Carlo's first solo album back in 1879. We'll throw the others on there and just make it all one big package for him to love. Okay? We'll do that later, though. Okay? Yes. Sounds good to me. All right. Let's get to Doug Peterson, Louis Gohome's contribution to the podcast. He has provided us what is going to be basically described as Carlo's first fronting live concert with the Raiders back in February. Awesome. I'm beyond excited. February. This is going to be epic. I know. February 3rd, 1983, the Ritz showroom of what I believe is Richmond, parentheses, Vancouver, B.C., Canada. You can correct me on that later, Doug. He's providing us this concert recording that he made from the audience, of course. This is Carlos' first time to front the Raiders, right? It starts out with an ad, radio that ad. That is freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome, yeah. It's a radio ad from the co- show. starts out with American bands stepping out, and then gets into what's known as the slice, fly, fly in the Family Stone medley with everyday people, higher, higher, and dance to the music. So let's do this, okay? Holy wow. I love this. I want this right now. Sounds amazing. The Raiders are coming. The Raiders are coming back. Paul Revere and the Raiders are back in Vancouver by popular demand in the renowned Rich Showroom, February 2nd to the 5th. Paul Revere and the Raiders. Don't miss their exciting rock and roll show Wednesday through Saturday with an additional show Friday and Saturday at 11. Reservations are advised, so call now for Paul Revere and the Raiders at the Rich Showroom next to the Skyline Hotel in Richmond. As matter of fact...
That's like the first, uh, that's the first club date 
recording of Carlo fronting the Raiders live, and you heard We're an American Very Band. Very super cool. Yeah, you heard We're an American Band stepping out the where the action is theme song a little bit, the Slife and the Family Stone medley, and then finally that ridiculous Always Paul joke. I heard it. It Just was the, awesome. Always. O-O-H-H-H-H awesome. Yeah. So do Sounds you, pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to getting more of the recordings that Doug is going to be tablespoon feeding us over the next few podcasts of that whole show that he recorded back in 1983 February 3rd. I'll go check it out. Oh, you just did check it out. You just did check it out. So, this comes to the end of the podcast, New. I did. I did. Yeah, did you enjoy being the co-host of the podcast? Yay, it was awesome. Well, say thank you to the listeners until we meet again next time. Alrighty, I certainly will. I'll say thank you to them all.